0: All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 21st episode of Spiked, the OTL football podcast. Uh, I'm Jack Brittle. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Robert Bona. And uh, we also have two special guests uh, on that have been uh, featured on Spike before. Uh, we have, we're very pleased to be joined by the founder of Over the Line Sports, Curtis Martin, along with uh, fellow contributor uh, Nate Kennedy. How's it going, guys?
1: I've always pumped to be on these episodes because it. I know, like, I just know right now it's gonna go off the rails. Like, it took Absolutely. us, like, it took us thirty-five minutes to even get the recording started. So okay. I'm just, well, I'm ready to go.
2: Okay, listen. Before I get targeted, the twenty-five minute subway delay was not my fault. Apparently, there was a very pressing issue on the tracks, and then I had to walk. Home. Toronto I was public be, I, I transit's wasn't, fault.
1: I, let, let's be real. I wasn't even calling you out. I was just saying the fact that even if you were here on time, we probably would have shot the yeah, show for like thirty-five tracks. minutes. Honestly, that's oh, wait. Not- I don't know. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? That's a good question. I yeah. forgot About that.
0: Okay. It's called spiked. I mean, come on, guys.
2: Get check west to do the intro.
1: <laughs> I n- I really need some uh, rum in this coke.
0: We we uh, it's a little different experience than Jay's uh, <laughs> way.
2: I don't know if I don't know if what Curtis just said was a reference to the spiked name when he said was. I want some rum in my coke. But Curtis, if you meant to do that, that's brilliant.
0: I didn't. I didn't even that. notice that. But that's very uh, good. Yeah.
2: That was hilarious. Anyway, fuck. Let's talk football. Yeah.
0: So, uh, this is, uh, we got super wild card weekend coming up. We have, uh, two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, one game on Monday night. So we got a lot to talk about here. Um, I wanted to start off with the game that I recently wrote a, uh, pl- a playoff preview article about. So check that out. Uh, I'll put the link in the description of the podcast. Um, Raiders versus Bengals. So, yeah, um, this is the Raiders' first time in the playoffs since 2016. Um, they haven't won a playoff game, actually, since the AFC Championship in 2003. Um, Bengals' first time since 2015. They haven't won a playoff game since uh, the wild card round again in 1993. So both very long playoff win droughts. Um, what do you guys think? What do you guys feel in this game?
2: Um, I mean, for me personally, I think this is going to be a really pretty polarizing game, to be honest. I mean, we're seeing Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, one of the most lethal combos in the NFL. We're also seeing a team like the Raiders dealt with every single kind of adversity you could possibly imagine this year. I mean, with the Gruden issue, uh, Ruggs DUI, um, and countless other things. But I, I think this is going to be one of... Probably the more underrated games of the weekend, to be honest. I think this has the potential to be kind of a slinging fest between the two. Uh, Derek Carr looking for his first career playoff win. Same with Burrow. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of low key animosity in this game. I think both these teams have a lot to prove. I think the Raiders looking to kind of put their past falters in the organization behind them this season, and also the Bengals looking to ride hot. But I think this one's going to be one of the more entertaining games for sure. I am Which, also going
1: to. Oh, sorry.
0: Oh, I was just going to ask. What would you have any predictions? Like, what's your uh, what's your score prediction, Nate? Oh,
2: well, um, to be honest, I tough to call. I mean, Bengals offense is lethal. Raiders uh, secondary has been a bit banged up throughout the year. Um, I am going to go with a bit of kind of an outlier pick here. I think. I think most of you guys are going to go Bengals. I actually think the Raiders might take this one. I'm going to say Raiders 24-21. I think it's going to be close. I just, I think something's so poetic about Derek Carr's first career postseason win after everything that's happened this year. Um, again, could be very well, could be wrong. I mean, the Bengals have been one of the more potent offenses in the NFL. I mean, as I said, Chase uh, combined with Burrow also mixed in out of the backfield, one of the best running backs in the NFL. But I mean, I don't know. I think the stars will align for the Raiders here. I think this could be kind of a, a slept on win. And I think if they were to win this game, I think this could be huge momentum going forward the next round. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go to the opposite way of
1: Nate, and I'm going to go with the Bungles. I think we have to stop calling them the Bungles because they're going to finally break their, what is it, 1993? So almost... 19 30, years. Yeah, almost... Like or no, up sorry,
0: 29 like, years.
1: Almost 30-year drought yeah. at this point. So, I mean, I think we got to snap it this year. They have the best quarterback, I'd argue, in franchise history in Joe Burrow, or at least in the last, like, Two decades, you got Jamar Chase, and I think th- the biggest story this season for me with the Bengals is I think a lot of people were bashing the Bengals for the way that the O line uh, mistreated Burrows last year, but this year the O line's been pretty solid for them, and I think that's going to be a big reason why they're going to win this game uh, tomorrow and or whenever this podcast comes out, when the day comes, but um, I think that the Bengals are just the better team. It's going to be a close game because Derek Carr has a lot of weapons at his use with uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost didn't call them Las Vegas, uh, but so yeah, I think my final prediction for this game, because Nate also said a bunch of the good points for this matchup. I think my final prediction is 28, 21 Bengals. I think it's going to be a close game. I think, you know, Jamo- I would pin pr- pr- I'm going to predict Jamar chase is going to get two touchdowns in this game. And it's going to be one of the all time coming out parties in a playoff game for the Bengals.
3: I mean, I think this is like the first words I said on this episode. So, hello, everybody. Um, I'm also going to go with the Bengals. Um, I do think that this is going to be a lot closer than a lot of people are giving it credit for. Um, I did solely because I think if you just look at what the Raiders have gone through this year and like, you know, it literally came down to the last. I don't know, five seconds of the season. Um, I I do think that they have that edge in the sense that they're, you could throw literally anything at them and they'll, they'll get through it. But at the same time, when I look at Cincinnati, I see a team that, you know, I don't think a lot of people expected them to win the division this year. Um, So, I I mean, I don't think a lot of people maybe even saw them going into the playoffs, Never mind winning the division. Um, So I, I think like, just the way that they've been playing all year, like Burrow seems like he's a vet back there in the pocket. And like, you know, obviously him and chase has been great, but you look at some of the other receivers on this team too, like Higgins and and Tyler Boyd, like, like this is a really good receiving core. And I do think that's going to play a huge part. And it also helps that they have Mixon in the backfield. Um, You know, they're at home. Like, I just feel like, I feel like they're the better team on paper. And I do think that's going to translate to, to Saturday's game. Um, you know, I, I, another thing like Cincinnati's defense, the run defense, they got the fifth best run defense in the league allowing like a hundred rushing yards a game. So I do think that's going to be something to take a look at too, because you know, Jacobs is, I wouldn't say he's, he's great and all, but he definitely does play a big part and definitely is a tough running, tough guy to bring down. So um i'm gonna go with the Bengals here but i i could literally see this being like a one or three point one two or three point game like it could honestly be within a field goal and i don't think it's gonna be like you know necessarily low scoring i could see like both teams hitting the 30 30 point mark because they both have the capability to and they both can win a high scoring game so i'm gonna go Bengals like 33 30
0: so for me i uh, i don't know how close of a game i i think this is gonna be um you know, I think that you guys brought up a lot of good points about the Raiders that, you know, the fact that they have dealt with so much animosity this year. Um, and, 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 you know, just between, you know, Gruden getting fired and, 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 like you said, Ruggs DUI. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of people kind of, you know, at the midpoint of the season were like, this team has just gone through so much turmoil that they're not going to go anywhere. And obviously, Rich, uh, Rich Pisaccia came in and, and just kind of turned the ship around and, um, he's done a great job uh, coaching them. I think that, you know, he, he has a good chance to be the next, you know, get his interim tag removed and become the next head coach if they don't find somebody else more suitable, especially if they go far in these playoffs. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, if you, if, if you've been watching, I, I'm sure everybody's been watching, you know, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, uh, the, the past, uh, the last couple of weeks of the season. And um I mean, he's just been putting up ridiculous numbers, like video game numbers. I mean, the uh, his last two starts, he had, um, I had the number. Uh, he had yeah, combined nine hundred and seventy-one yards and eight touchdowns and no interceptions in uh, games against the Ravens and the Chiefs. Um, you know, obviously, I, I do think it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge. I think that the Raiders have a pretty decent pass rush. Um, you know, guys like Max Crosby come to mind. Um, he had a really good game against the chargers um, he had two sacks um, uh, pressured uh, Justin Herbert a lot and I think that that if if the Raiders do end up winning this game I think that that's going to be how they do it they, they need to get pressure on Joe Burrow um, because you know as much as yeah he, he has looked like a vet he has looked like a guy who's you know been in the league a long time um, this past season he is still you know A very young guy and he's starting in his first playoff game. And so, um, you know, I think the Raiders need to take advantage of that. Um, because, uh, yeah, I mean the, the, the Bengals offensive line has been uh, pretty decent this year, but I still do think there's some holes in there. Um, so if they, if they manage to exploit that and, and pressure burrow early, I think that that could be recipe for success for them. Um, but I honestly just think that, yeah, Cincinnati's just a better team, man. I mean, like you said, they do have a lot in their favor, the fact that it's at home. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's just that 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 connection between um, Burrow and Chase is just going to be too much for the Raiders. Um, so for my prediction for this game, I'm going, I'm going 35-17 for the Bengals. And I'll even preface it and say maybe – some of those points for the Raiders come in uh in garbage time. So I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm that, that's my hot take. That's my hot. hot take. That's what we do take. on the show.
3: I love it.
1: I honestly don't think that's that much of a hot take. I think it's very
3: possible. Listen, <laughs>
2: or'm
1: trying to
3: downplay.
1: No, I was going to say belittle,
2: belittle, his this take. Goodness gracious, it's, it's not
1: belittling take. it. I'm just solidifying it. I'm saying that that's- I. <laughs> I you honestly it think that show I, I, I honestly I honestly think I'm kind of underestimating the Bengals defense by only giving them 28 points. So our Bengals sorry, offense. Did I say defense? Yeah, I think I did.
3: But well, if you're into hot takes, this next matchup is gonna be full of them.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God! Yeah.
3: For two right. reasons. I have a one, oh, I think a, I think a few people might go in one direction, and two, we're going up against a resident Pats fan. So. Um, I'm going to let, I'm going to let Curtis, why don't you kick it off? We got the Pats and the bills facing off. Um, this is the Pats first time in the playoffs since 2019 and long, way bills, too long of a drought, it's extremely long drought for new England fans. I know that that year off really just took a toll on them. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, Buffalo did go to the AFC championship, uh, championship game last year where they did lose to the chiefs, obviously. So Curtis lay it on us. What do you think? Okay, I think the first thing I want to
1: state is that, you know, it's been nice while it lasted. I'm sorry, Jack. I think, you wow. know, I think Mac Jones has had a good season. I think he should win Offensive Rookie of the Year. A good season? He's had, Yeah, he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. There's no doubt in my mind. But the Bills have been one of the best pass defenses in the league this year. They're ranked number one in pass defense with only allowing 163 yards a game. And on the other side of that, they have probably a top eight quarterback in the league in, in Allen, who I've seen in the last couple of weeks only get better with the fact that he's been able to throw and run the ball consistently on both sides. So while I think, you know, a lot of people are saying that the guys on the sidelines can really make or break this game. I think it's ultimately down to the two quarterbacks on the field. And I think Josh Allen, while he's not a veteran quarterback, he hasn't been here for a long time. He has that experience. This is, this is a, not his first rodeo in the playoffs. And I think that this Bills team is better than a lot of people are giving it credit overall. So I think the Bills are going to win this game. It's no, It's not to say that I think New England's a bad team. I think that You know, uh, as much as it hurts me to say it, that this rebuild is quicker than I thought. And I think that they're going to be good for the next couple of seasons and beyond, with, you know, now that they have a really good quarterback. So, and I just think the Bills' defense has been like overall solid, even on the run game throughout this whole season. Like, I think last year, a lot of people going into last season were saying, you know The Bills' defense is what's really going to carry them, but the Bills' defense kind of floundered at times last year. This year is the Bills' defense that we've been waiting for, that people have been hyping for. They've been great. So I think that a combination of the Bills' defense and the fact that Josh Allen, is, in my opinion, is one of the better quarterbacks in the league and has multiple options, great options, at wide receivers, the reason why they're going to win this game. And I think the final score of this game is going to be... I think it's going to be 31 14 is my final score. I think it's going to be that much of a game. That might be a hot take. Hot but, take. But all
0: right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going with. I, I, I need to step in here. I need to step in here.
3: <laughs> lay down the law.
0: So here we go. First of all, I don't know who's, I mean, I don't think anybody's like not saying the Bills are, are a good team. Like everybody. Is pretty I much think an People are disrespecting the Bills. Like I think, okay, who, were, who's, who's
3: disrespecting the Bills though? I,
0: I, 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 I think, I'm not disrespecting the Bills. I'm, I'm I'm not know, a i bills was, fan. I was, throwing, I'm just I was
3: throwing shots when they lost nine six to Jacksonville. I'm no, not okay, okay, that was funny. That was okay. Awful.
0: But like you lost nine six to Jacksonville, so like that exactly. that's warranted. warranted.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: But anyways, um, Curtis brought up the Bills are the uh, the best uh, passing defense um, in uh, in the NFL. Well, number two is New England. So, you know, not, not too far behind. Um,
3: you can't see it right <laughs> now, but I'm turning up the dial on the stove. It's getting hot.
0: So, yeah. So a couple of things here. So, um, you know, yes, Josh Allen does have obviously more playoff experience than Mac Jones. This is Mac Jones first playoff game. Um, but I think that Mac Jones has proved this year that he um, has played very well under pressure and, um, almost reminds me of a certain, uh, a certain, uh, former Patriots, uh, quarterback. I'm uh, not, not trying okay, to, okay, here okay, we go. Enough. Spin the wheels on the wagon. Here we go.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is he the next Tom Brady? Just why don't you say it? I'm right? not,
0: I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I'm just <laughs> saying, saying it, but I'm just saying, saying it, I'm it, seeing some similarities.
2: It. That's okay, all
0: continue. I'm saying.
2: Sorry. I didn't mean
0: to get on here. Anyways. Um, you know, yes, I I, I do think that uh, Josh Allen does have some great options at wide receiver. But I will say this: I think that the uh, overall the Bills' offense is a little bit one dimensional. I mean, I don't think they have that great of a running game. I think the Patriots have uh, a pretty good stable of running backs, including uh, uh, Damien Harris, uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, you know, uh, so JJ Taylor. Um, so yeah, I mean. I, I just think that um, also some, some uh, Mac has some weapons of his own. I mean, you got uh, Jacoby Myers, um, you know, Hunter Henry at tight end, um, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, this game is in Buffalo. Obviously, they have, uh, have that home field advantage. I mean, you know, that place gets super loud. Um, but uh, if you guys do remember last time the Patriots played in Buffalo, that game where uh, Mac Jones threw the ball three times, obviously that's yeah, not going to
1: happen. They're going to win on the back of no, uh, not Mac Jones. He threw the ball three times. No, Ooh, obviously well,
2: that well, when the run game was running all over, why, why would you yeah. stop? They yeah. were dominating them. Okay. On the ground. Well, that's right. Continue.
0: The bills have made some, some adjustments, you know, obviously that's not going to happen again. Um, it's going to be, I, I, I think I checked the temperature before the game, what it's going to be. It's going to be like minus 20. It's going to be insanely cold. Ah,
3: Um,
0: yeah. In Buffalo. Um, When is it
1: not in Buffalo though?
0: Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, the Pats are coming from new England. They're, they're used to the, the, uh, the cold weather. Okay. Maybe Mac Jones isn't, you know, so much. He is from I'm pretty sure he's from Jacksonville, but you know, whatever. Um, Anyways, for, uh, for all those reasons that I stated, um, I'm, I'm going to go, uh, I'm, I, it's no surprise. I don't think anybody's expecting me to come on here and pick the bills. Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I'm going to go, I'm going to give the bills more respect than Curtis give the Pats. I'll say that I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to say the score is going to be 35. No, that's not I did 35 for the last game. Let's pick another number. Um, (laughs) Let's do uh, 32 25 Patriots, obviously. And I also
1: (laughs) just wanted to confirm that uh, you are right. He's from Jacksonville, Florida.
2: Big stat check there. Um,
3: Maybe follow that up.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I guess there's not. (laughs) There's not much left to be said. I mean, the the more convincing of the two games, the one that uh, Mac Jones threw the ball more than three times. Uh, Josh Allen at three fourteen with three touchdowns, one thirty three to twenty one. Um, I think there's a lot of facets in this game, to be honest. I think the early run game success of uh, Stevenson and Harris, as uh, Jack had alluded to, is going to be able to open up the pass game for Mac. Um, a lot of the times, at least from what I've watched Patriots games, the tendency is usually to run the ball a lot early, open up the play action, uh, get, Mac and Jones, get Mac Jones options to get comfortable in the pocket, whether that be little dip and dunks to the flats or little 5-10 yard curls and ends. Um, and honestly, I think that has the potential to kind of break open some big chunk plays. I mean, they don't really have... Um, the most elite of outside threats. But I mean, when you have a nice one, two combo at tight ends with Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith opening up the middle of the field, I mean, you could really, you could really pick a pick a defense apart if you get comfortable enough. Um, in saying that Mac Jones, first playoff start, it's uh, it's going to be a lot to overcome, especially in, uh, in foreign territory with seeing as though they're playing in the bills at the bills uh, stadium. Um, this one's tough to call, man. I'm going to be honest. Um, my heart, my heart tells me to go Pats because of Mac Jones and the story right now. But I mean, logistically, everything's really pointed the bills for me. Um, do I think Mac Jones is going to come out and be arguably one of the best teams in the AFC and make a deep run? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate the interjection. Um, I mean, it's just, it's oh, I so you're
0: asking me, sorry.
2: No, no, honestly, you know what, honestly, Jack, what, but should I put money on this game? That's. I'll ask you directly. I'll, you know what? I'll ask you something directly. Should I put money on the Pats? Should I put twenty bucks on the Pats right now? I'd, I'd go Pats spread and under.
0: I don't want to be responsible for anyone's financial loss. However, I think, <laughs> I think that I think you're pretty However, I think, I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> you can't Belichick in the playoffs. Need That's another
2: that. thing too. I think. I think there's a lot of, like. I did this allude is, to
0: also. Rible this point. is Belichick's
1: first playoff game without Brady. True. Just want to put it out there.
2: I think. I think this. This is either. I don't think this win will validate the Bills as much as it would validate the Pats if they won. I think how much work they've put in this year to make do with the talent that they had and the coaching of Belichick and how they were able to get here. I think is extremely impressive beyond beyond anything else. Um. I just. Josh Allen has been shaky at times. He's forced a lot of throws down the stretch. I haven't seen the most convincing dove down the stretch plays besides them what beating the Jets. I mean, like they beat the, the Falcons last in a somewhat
1: not close game as a Falcons fan.
2: Yeah, I mean, like they're beating they're beating pretty good teams, but I mean he has been very good this season. Well, okay. They're...
1: Don't don't say pretty good teams and then you just mentioned, mentioned the Jets. Like let's no, not
2: no, no, I wasn't alluding to the Jets being a pretty good team. Um <laughs> But hey, instead, they But I, pre- the I, I, but I, but I yeah. appreciate
1: you saying the Falcons are a pretty good team. I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, of course. I got to throw a dog a bone once in a while. Um, no, it's I, to be honest. I'm gonna stop babbling. I think this just this decision. Yeah, just, just it come on. Just, about it. just pick, pick one. I on. <laughs> pick the Pats. Um, I'm Jack, actually, to be Jack honest with be you, like... I, I think I think the Bills should win this game. I'm gonna go Pats twenty-seven to twenty. I'm going Pats 27 to 20. I think I think Ooh. Josh Allen Josh Allen's going to go for Ooh. about 270 touchdown and two picks. He's going to have one on the ground too. Ooh. Um I think Jones is going to have about 190 with two with maybe one touchdown. I think Damien Harris is going to go off. I think Damien Harris is going to go Damn. 120 touchdown curtis just
0: being a hater
3: man. yeah so i'll
2: go 27 21 pats i think that's i think that's a good score i think the i think buffalo is at least gonna put up a 20 piece i just i don't know i think this feels right this feels right like the raiders overcoming this adversity i don't want to ride just off adrenaline and off of fucking storylines but man the pats the pats have been playing takes. football all year i made a bet with a guy from my work shout out to jake who I thought the Panthers were going to have a better record than the Pats. Three games in, it looked fantastic. Every week after that, I slightly got more regretful <laughs> with making that bet. And honestly, like all credit to Belichick and Mac Jones, the the work that they've put in together to give Mac Jones an offense, to give him an ability to succeed and develop early. I mean, not many other coaches would be able to do the work with Mac Jones that Bill was able to do this year. And I honestly think the culmination of that is going to be this game. I think there's a very high potential that this is Mac's really coming out party as if the season wasn't one already.
1: Did you see the video? I, I, I of, do
2: uh, I think we should also I know
1: this is kind of not a great take, but I also think we need to put respect on Nick Saban's name a little bit, the fact that he is an Alabama product. So it's not like he wasn't polished coming out of college. Yeah, Nick but Saban I mean doesn't. that's
2: that's the Alabama system, right? If you're drafting an Alabama player, you know he's yeah. So I'm
1: I'm not be. I'm not saying that, I, I wouldn't say that like Bill groomed him this year to be the quarterback he is. I think Well,
2: where where was he taken?
1: He was taken in the middle of the first round. It's not like he was a
0: second round pick.
2: No, but I'm saying there are a lot of quarterbacks who were taken above him. People thought it would be better, and he just happened to be drafted to a more. What if Max
0: Jones was playing in oh. his hometown, Jacksonville? How what, what, what kind of season do you think he'd be having <laughs> if, if also, if I remember correctly, <laughs> not much better stream, than Trevor Lawrence, to be honest. No, true.
1: On a failed live stream of the NFL draft last year, if I remember correctly. Hey, I, hey, failed.
0: Know. What are you talking about? I mean, so we much had hard a,
1: work into that.
0: We I mean we had a sense, we had a maximum of like 10 viewers 10 at viewers, one time. Bro.
1: Okay. No, no, no. I I meant in the sense that we kept on cutting out and shit. But, oh,
0: okay. Oh yeah. But
1: that was a
2: good time. We got I go. I
1: remember staying on that broadcast that I thought that Mac Jones went lower than he should have. I think he's going to be one of those under 8 quarterbacks. I I remember saying that.
2: So Mac, Mac has started to like present that little sneaky mobility too. I know his slides are awkward, but man, if he if he gets out of the pocket, he can turn that corner, go for ten or fifteen pretty easily. I, <laughs> I think <laughs> this is gonna be a cool. That's game.
1: like saying Matt Ryan's got some wheels every once in a while, and he can get going for ten yards. Matt, Matt
2: Matty Ice, could, Matty Ice couldn't chase his kid around the backyard. At least Mac Jones could catch his kid. Did
0: you see the video of? uh, <sighs> I was uh, the one Belichick making Matt Mac Jones name. laugh. No, I sideline. haven't.
2: I haven't seen that. No. Oh. Alright. It's it probably wholesome as fuck, to be honest. We should yeah.
0: probably let Robert talk about this game. Oh, okay, he's been yeah. waiting there for a while.
2: <laughs> Blast up again. Rob, you're starting the next one.
3: I'm yeah, uh... Rob's really been getting the shaft here. So We're just, just going to so, let... Just wait so that Steelers... T- t- oh, you want to see gonna talk... you <laughs> get the shaft. Wait for wait 20 <laughs> minutes until you see that. Um,
0: you you can make your short... case
3: why they're going to win the game, bro, by 40. It's going to be a short case. short case. but Or if one at all. But anyways, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm in the same boat as Nate. My heart says the Pats, but my mind says the Bills. For the sake of making the pick, I'm gonna go with the Bills because I think it's a safer pick. They're so at I think home. I think the
2: correct take.
3: They're at home. There's no incorrect correct takes. Who
2: are? What are we interjecting on takes now? That's what a take is. It's an we're case. supposed
0: to be. Yeah, and then, uh, by the way, we're supposed to do hot takes on the show. So, so yeah, anyway,
3: they're so at home. More, Listen, girl, more experience. Sorry, Rob. I, I I really don't see like <laughs> how any team given this given those circumstances loses this game. I will say this: if they get to if if Matt Judon mm. starts getting to Josh Allen, this game is going to be over in the blink of an eye. That's all I'm saying, Mister Red Matt Sleeves. Judon and the pass rush starts getting to Josh Allen. This game is going to be over. Like Do you that. see
0: those red sleeves tackling you. It's over. He he was a
2: menace. He was a menace in that three pass Mac Jones game too.
3: He had like like six QB pressures or something. That's all I'm saying. And the national, the national weather service is issuing a winter storm watch to the Northern Erie County. As we speak, you know, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm just going to leave it at that.
2: If Matt Judon
3: and company gets to Josh and this game's me over in the blink of an eye, I'm a big fan of what I
2: bet now, because this, if let's okay. Hypothetically, all the snow games that we've watched, how many passes combined do you think with like get thrown for the most part? Maybe forty, if that. No, I think it's more than that. In in the conditions, like are going to be in Buffalo, the the snaps. We, are okay, be at we least we don't know. We don't
1: run. know that that's actually going to be the conditions. Those you things know, are wrong. All the time.
2: But if we're assuming what Buffalo playoff conditions are like, I yeah. think that at least sixty five percent of the snaps are going to be run. <laughs> Not yeah. if that, the Pats will literally. That's yeah. saying this. Just that's to subject to fall, change too. Yeah, exactly. The the Pats, I think, if this game occurs the way that weather permitting is going to occur,
0: it plays behind I think their the hands.
2: Pats, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the Pats have been such a dominant run team all season. And I mean, it's it makes it so easy when you have such a nice two-headed snake of Harris and Stevenson back there, like the combination of finesse and power back. It's just, I mean, if they can wear them down at least over the first half and come out with a lead, I... Man, it's gonna be scary. It's gonna be scary to try to come back in that game as Buffalo trying to run the ball.
1: I'm not saying that he's a top running back, but Singletary has been good when he's been in the lineup for the Bills too as a running back. He just was injured for most of the season. So am I, and he's gonna be in the game tomorrow. So
2: been, yeah,
1: he's been all right. Been
2: yeah, that's all, right, all they
1: but... need. They only need is a guy, him to get
2: yards Should on the know? run to open up the pass. I think Josh Allen can do enough work on his legs. Like I think they're gonna be able to boot him out enough. I think they'll get some options going early. They'll they'll get him they'll get him involved. I just don't I don't listen. know. If this game is if this game's predominantly on the ground, the Pats should win this game.
0: Yeah, like if Josh Allen has like a really good game, then the Patriots really need to like, you know, like Mac has to match, you know, uh Josh Allen. So I like if that's the case, then I still think the Pats are gonna win, you know, but uh it'd, it'd be a lot closer game.
3: Well, moving on, uh, we got four more games to cover here. Um, Eagles versus the reigning Super Bowl champs, the Bucks. Yeah, hey, Rob, um, you
2: actually, yeah, Rob, you take this one. Honey. Yeah, you yeah.
3: go, you go first on this one. Okay, Bucks by a landslide. Okay. I was going to say the same thing. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. I, this is there's no way they lose. I mean, I do think Philadelphia oh, say- is good, but. <laughs> Okay, is that really a hot take? <laughs> no, it's a hot. No, right. no, no, no. You're saying, right. In the spirit of the show, it's a hot take. Yes, everything's, but, everything's hot a hot take. No, I know I,
1: I have a hot take.
3: You
0: have. A I hot know take, Tampa's Curtis?
3: facing some injuries and whatnot, but at home, like you got Brady and Evans, and no more Antonio Brown, obviously. But AB Gronk and like and, on IG Live. And yeah, did you see so. the
0: picture of AB with who was it? It was like Kanye. Julia Fox, weirdest like group, Ma- Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Is, like, this is the weirdest group of people I've oh, ever yeah. seen in a photo.
3: I I do think that the Eagles are going to do a little bit better than people are expecting, but yeah, I I seriously don't think that they're going to come close to to beating the Bucks. Like, this is probably going to be like a ten point game, in my opinion. I so, do oh, think people. Oh, you're giving them a lot more credit than I am.
0: People need to put some respect. On Jalen Hurts' name, former yes. former Sooner. Sooner. Sooner, um, I'm I'm excited to see him. Like I listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with everybody else. I think the Bucks are gonna win this game. However, I I hey, I don't, not everyone else. Oh wow, we haven't got to Curtis yet. Oh god, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like I I think this I think the the Bucks are probably gonna win by like 14 points. Um, but yeah, I mean. Oh, I hope Jalen Hurts like has like a decent game, but because I, I I you know I am am I'm I'm a fan of his, but yeah, I mean Brady in the playoffs, it's in Tampa. It's kind of a no-brainer, but uh that's that's all I pretty much say on this
2: one. I was gonna say I think David and Goliath is a bit of an understatement with this one. I think coming up against Tom Brady in the playoffs is a little bit like a buzzsaw. Um again, give the flowers to Jalen Hurts, just put together an amazing season to get them there, but I don't see many ways where their road doesn't come to an end on uh, on the weekend. But if I'm giving a score prediction, I'm going to say say 21 I um, think it's just going to be it's just going to be a pretty dominant game from Brady. Nothing out of the usual. Um, Again, don't be don't be surprised if Hertz makes this a game though. I just think down the stretch, I think, with Brady's knowledge and just basically all the power in his hands to do what he wants and wield his weapons on offense. I don't see I don't see many outcomes where the Bucks don't win. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with the 38 uh, 21.
1: Uh I'm gonna make mine quick because I also agree the Bucks are gonna win. But my hot take. What the, you no, just wait, gave us all blue ball. balls, Curtis. What is yeah, this, I was gonna no, say no, no, like, wait, wait, be... listen to my yeah. hot take. Listen to my hot take. I think the Bucs will win by three points. I think okay. that Jalen Hurts will make this more of a game than we think.
0: That's like a lukewarm take. That You think that's
2: a lukewarm take? that's yeah, that's like a room. Ru- like ru- ru-
1: ru- ru- form, the former Super Bowl champions are only going to win by three points in the wildcard game.
2: Hey, we've seen it before. Hot take would be the Eagles
3: win. Hot take, <laughs> fine. Eagles fine, win fine, by 15, fine, fine, and Hurts has four touchdowns. For <laughs> yeah.
1: the sake of shitting on my takes, my lukewarm take, is the fact that I think the, the – Box will in this game 24 21. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: I don't I hate. That, I honestly. would consider I would consider that a slightly warm take, like a like a 30-second in the microwave kind of take. I, I, I like it though. I think it is I think like, I don't
1: think you can really warm anything in 30 seconds in the microwave. Like not like hot wise. Like it'd be warm.
2: Oh, man. I mean butter melts in like eight seconds. Yeah, in the butter, yeah but that's yeah. butter. Yeah, but you said something. <laughs> butter something. <laughs> Or something. Okay,
1: if I put anyway, if I put if yeah. I put my uh, if I put my chicken in the microwave, it's not gonna get warm in 30 seconds. Okay,
2: I'm I'm hungry, so let's not talk about food. Let's keep it on football.
0: <laughs> okay, what about what do you guys say to all the Eagles fans that are like, "Well, we're gonna own Tom Brady because we've uh, remember Super Bowl 52." Everybody, you know, well, you're wrong. And wh- you know what I say to that? You know, that's <laughs> a good response too. But you know what I say to that is <laughs> what I say. Like, <laughs>
3: What's like you're wrong? Like, okay,
0: what about what about super? I, you know, it's funny. All the Eagles fans have a little bit of a selective memory because they all remember Super Bowl 52, but I don't remember Super Bowl 39 when Whoa. Tom Brady and the Patriots Whoa. beat oh, the Philadelphia back. Eagles. Yeah, what about <laughs> that Super the,
1: Bowl, guys? From the top rope. Oh my goodness, easy.
0: <laughs>
2: No, I just, oh. yeah, I I don't know. Jalen Hurts can make this a game if, on pay on paper. This isn't a game, so I mean, uh, to oh be man. honest, uh, all credit to Hurts if he comes out and balls out and makes this a close game. Go ahead. Okay, this is care.
1: my this is my one of my other hot takes. If the Eagles win this game, Brady should consider retirement. What? What? that's a terrible take. He's so still
2: arguably like he's arguably that's the seventeenth try. What?
1: It's my he's biggest an joke. MVP
2: candidate. He's like, he's MVP candidate bro. The greatest, the arguably the greatest athlete of this generation should retire after what one playoff. Is Jalen Hurts? <laughs> because some dick <second> quarterback. <laughs> the headline on every so news, every sports news. Well, Thank I love how quickly
1: everyone just got instantly upset. Like I knew they would when I said that. Jalen Hurts oh, becomes Tom Brady's a father. Peak. <laughs> I, peak. I don't think he should actually retire, but I don't th- I think he should definitely look himself in the mirror if he loses this game.
2: To be honest, though, if they lose the game, it won't be fucking Brady's fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. like, to be honest, like if hurts if hurts balls out on the defense and goes three fifty for three touchdowns, and Brady for whatever reason can't put up more,
1: I, I guess Brady also doesn't have any like throwing options now that I think about it too.
3: Pardon? Like he doesn't wow.
1: like a lot of his like he doesn't have Godwin, he doesn't have um. We still Brown, like, I guess right? now.
2: Yeah, still as Evans, still as Gronk, still yeah. has yeah. Still has Rogue okay. still has Fournette. He still
0: has that guy who he who caught the the T D pass uh against the Jets to win yeah, the they, game. I don't know they who actually, he is, but they actually have the most uh, they, <laughs> I love how Jack goes – is...
1: we, we have to stretch to the third rest of wide he Jack's <laughs> like I don't even know what his name is, but he could score a touchdown against the Jets.
2: Yeah, they, he also has this guy who's like, I think it's like the most connected targets between a quarterback and a, and a skill position ever. I forget his name. I think I it's like Blankowski that, yeah. or something like that. Blankowski.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Gob yeah. Ronkowski or something like that. So, yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Anyways.
0: All right. So uh, the next matchup we're going to talk about is uh, the San Francisco 49ers against the Dallas Cowboys. This was uh, used to be a big rivalry in the uh, in the 90s, you know, Troy Aikman, uh, Steve Young kind of days um, I don't know. Is it, uh, the, the question is, is it coming back? You know, is, is, is that rivalry going to be renewed? Um, Cowboys obviously have had a pretty dominant season this year. Um, 49ers, um, clinched on the last week of the the season. So, um, you know, they, 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 they had a, they had a pretty good season, but, uh, obviously the Cowboys, um, was, this was really their, their year where, you know, um, they really announced themselves as, uh, one of the premier teams in the NFL. So um, 49 49ers first time in the playoffs since 2019, when they lost to uh, the chiefs in the super bowl Cowboys, first time since 2018. So uh yeah, I guess I'll start, uh, I'll start with you, Rob, cause you, I feel like if we were looking at the percentage of how much everybody's talking, you'd probably be at the, at the bottom. So what do you, what do you think?
3: Okay. So, I do definitely think that this is Dallas's game to lose in a sense, because they have been much better this year than San Francisco has. I mean, literally look at every single stat. I think Dallas is better than San Francisco and probably 99% of them. That being said, I, I do think San Francisco has it in them to take him down. I feel like San Francisco has had some, some big wins this year that kind of reminds everybody like, you know, they're still a pretty good team. Like, you know, they took down the Rams last week Um, I mean they they're always they're always competing it seems like I don't know what it is but I do think that they're a good team but I don't know I don't know if I want to I feel like there's another case with the Pats and the Bills like if I had, for for the sake of making a pick I'm going to go with the Cowboys just because they have been really good this year obviously so I'm going to go with them by a score of like I don't know 34 31 or like thirty-seven, thirty-one, something something like that like very high scoring you know it's indoors so weather weather is not going to be a factor obviously and I do think both teams have the weapons to to compete I mean it may not seem like it for San Francisco's case but it seems like they're always competing in my opinion so I do think this is gonna be a closer game than a lot of people are giving them credit credit for but I do think Dallas is gonna win it so
0: yeah I I um I think the, I think you know. Obviously, the Cowboys are favored in this game, and and for good reason. I mean, they've had they've had a, a pretty fantastic year, um, you know, by all uh, by all accounts. Um, but yeah, I mean, San Francisco has been has been a, a you know pretty successful the entire year. They've been in pretty much every game, um, you know, whether it be with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance under center. Um, but yeah, man, I just I just feel like Dallas. This is this is their year. Um, Dak has been playing unbelievable. Um, he's got some uh, he's got some great uh, you know offensive uh, ta- talents that he can that he can go to. Um, Zeke's, Zeke's had a pretty good year, um, you know, and and I don't think anybody's sleeping on Tony Pollard either. Um, and yeah, their uh, their defense. I mean, obviously, uh, Trayvon Diggs has been uh, unbelievable with the interceptions other, I mean, he has had, he's been other than that, he's been a little questionable at uh, a cornerback. If you look at his all around stats, but uh, the picks do speak for themselves. Um, But yeah, man, I just, I think Dallas with the, with the home field advantage, um, you know, I feel like that place is going to be rocking. And so I'm going to go with Dallas for this one. I'm going to say, I think it's going to be higher scoring too. I, I think that, I think, the 49ers are definitely going to be in this game. Um, and honestly, if I could see an upset in any of these games this week, I, I it could be this one because I think it's going to be close. But I, I'm going to go with – I'm going to still go with Dallas. I'm going to say – I'm going to say 37-34.
2: I like that. All right. Solid a pick. pick. Very solid pick. Um, to be honest, I much like you, Jack, I think this one has very large upset potential. Um, seeing the best overall offense in the league go up against the third best defense in the league. Um, I think is San Francisco slouch on offense either. Very capable weapons. Jimmy G whipping the ball out to Mostert, Kittle, Debo, bunch of talented guys. I just think, as Rob said, I just don't see many... I don't see. I don't see why Dallas would lose this game. I mean, there's no weather involved. Dallas has literally the best offense in the league. Whether you look at it roster wise or stat wise, they're the best both ways, in my humble opinion. Um, I just don't. I don't see many ways that uh, Niners win this. But if they were to win this, it will be by their defense causing takeaways. It'll be by Jimmy G taking care of the rock, be bleeding clock, give them as little possessions as you can. Raheem's got to run the shit out of the ball. Raheem, Raheem has to be clutch for them. Um, if they have no run game, it's going to be really hard for them to get involved. And I mean, not just Reem. I mean, the ability they've, they've had to implement Debo into the run game and his mobility uh, versatility between being a running back in a slot and outside receiver. Like he's really just been a do it all for them. So I think there's very high upset potential, as you said, but I- I'm going to have to go Dallas again for pick's sake. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going 31, 24 Dallas. I think it's going to stay a one possession game. I think it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a back and forth. Um, I'd say, I think Dallas has what it takes. I think this is, this is going to be the year where Dallas is back on the map. And, I mean, to be honest, what a great comeback story we'd see for Dak to make a deep run of the playoffs after all the adversity he's gone through. Finally getting paid, a couple big injuries the last few years. And, I mean, finally balling out again like we know he can. I think I guess it's Dallas' game to lose all day.
3: Okay, I
1: just want to make sure that I'm not talking over anyone. All right, we're good. <laughs>
2: um, uh,
1: I think I'm going to just preface everything I'm going to say here by saying I do think the Cowboys are going to win this game. They are my pick to win this game. And, like, I think for all the reasons that everyone said, and that's why all four of us have picked the Cowboys. But you know what? For once, unlike on my own podcast, I did research for every matchup. And while doing research for this matchup, I found a little nice quote that came out, I'm pretty sure, yesterday, from Nick Bosa. Mm. And the quote is talking about the Cowboys... Uh O-line in response to the fact that all, apparently a lot of people think that they're one of the better O-lines in the league, which you know, it's up for debate. And Nick Bosa says they're definitely beatable mm. to uh NBC's Lee Chan. They're, there's tape on them getting beat, and we're trying to do the same thing, but they've definitely been beat in and out all year. And I think our line can definitely give them a bunch of problems. End quote. So, I think as everyone said before, the way that the 49ers win this game is if Nick Bosa and that defense just just absolutely create terror for Dak all game. If Dak has to be constantly evading the pocket or if they can contain him in the pocket, either scenario where he has to be on the run making those tough passes, I definitely think they have a shot in this game. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't. I think that... I still see the Cowboys winning. So, yeah. So, I just for me, like they all, like everyone said about the Cowboys, like they have by far the best offense in the NFL right now. And that's led by one of the better quarterbacks in the league this year in Dak. And then you got Zeke on the running side. And there's just so many weapons that have already been mentioned. That I could let some off of that just be wasting time. So, I'm going to say my final score for this game is going to be. I'm gonna go a little bit a little bit um, less than you guys. I'm going 30- 21 for, um, for the Cowboys. they do have a great offense, but I think they're going up against one of the better defenses in the NFL. so I'm going 30 21 for the Cowboys.
0: I have a question Oh go ahead. I was just gonna say I have a question for you guys. this is not really about the, the, the upcoming game but more so for the future. Who is the quarterback? Who should be the quarterback going forward next year for the 49ers? Porn star Jimmy or Trey Lance?
2: If we're talking about ability to play the quarterback position and functionality, I would go Jimmy G. But I think Trey Lance, given. Ability. and considering how they've been able to implement Debo Samuel in more ways than just receiving I think that the combo of Trey Lance Mostert Debo Kittle on offense with the right scheme I think is very dangerous and I mean I may be speaking a bit too soon on Trey because you really haven't seen much of him besides a few scarce appearances and some wildcat formations and read options um but in saying that I think give Trey Lance time His potential and his raw talent right now and what he can provide to the Niners, I think would be more beneficial going forward. If we're talking next season, though, I think Jimmy G is going to be the week one starter. Depending on how Trey looks in the games after and how Jimmy looks at the beginning of next year, I think we could see that change very quick. But in terms of future, I think it's going to be Trey sooner than later. But next year, I'm going to say Jimmy Jimmy game one.
0: I'll say this, Trey Lance, low-key, kind of a beast in Madden. Just putting that out there. I think slept yeah.
3: I don't play Madden, so I can't comment. Yeah, I, I haven't rocked Madden since like Madden 17. So, really, yeah, I've been on the I haven't rocked slum Madden slum since shit. Madden 12. Damn. But,
1: um, this is this is gonna be my only point you don't draft a quarterback third
3: overall for him to play backup for two years. That's fair, you also don't trade up to draft a quarterback yeah third overall and not jordan playing, love but... <clears throat> sorry um my bad that that kind of scraped at my throat there he's still Actually, looking you know for what better seats well jimmy it. g jimmy say, you g- know what i like they, g- they didn't g- trade g-
2: up for jordan okay, love. oh wait no they did trade up for jordan no, they love did today. trade up for jordan love. yeah yeah no I, I can't believe i almost double misspoke there yep. um oh okay um yeah they didn't take jordan love third overall though true no no they took him further down but still i mean still an atrocious tape like pick regardless I've mean, uh, never really played I, in the NFL yet, so
1: we yeah, I know. But him. I
2: refuse to give the Packers credit when you have the greatest quarterback in franchise history, and you refuse to put weapons around them. I can't justify that at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Green Green Bay's front office gets no sympathy from me. Fair. Am I giving them Fair. any distinct facts? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, are, are we? Are we moving on to the uh, the Rob? No, game? we're not. No, we're not. We're moving. <laughs> not. No. Just skip that
1: one. Um, uh, so moving <laughs> on. <laughs> we're,
0: we're,
1: Wait, can I can I do mine first? I'll be really
0: quick. Yeah, sure. Oh, I, I guess. Where wait. We're, I, I guess you should we're going should go with this. Yeah, one. we're gonna introduce the game. I think everybody knows what game we're talking about here. If you, I've listened to the podcast for any amount of time. Robert, obviously, resident Pittsburgh Steelers fan. They did make the playoffs. Um, at at literally, quite literally, the last minute. Uh, you know, by by uh, uh, virtue of the Raiders winning um so they uh the Steelers first time since 2020 um which is last year right so <laughs> I guess it, there's no drought for the Steelers yeah I um, worded that really wrong yeah my, <laughs> That's I don't know okay.
3: why I said that but like
0: <laughs> I was just a little confused it's, first time um, in the
3: playoffs since last year
0: yeah <laughs> um so, yeah, they lost to Cleveland. Obviously quite uh quite embarrassingly so if I if I may say so. Pouncey um, had a day. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh. and
1: and Robert got PTSD. Yeah. But
0: and I guess you could say it's the Chiefs first time in the playoffs since 2022 um as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> they of course lost uh pretty pretty badly in the Super Bowl last year. So um yeah, what uh, what are you what are you guys thinking uh, for this one?
3: Give it to Rob. Rob. Yeah, sorry. we
0: gotta let like, Rob go first.
3: Yeah, yeah, go Rob. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, this is not gonna be close, like at all. The only thing I want to say is that I does something different and actually goes out there and makes it seem like they're trying something new to take down Kansas City. I'm not saying they're going to, but I would love to see maybe some different play calling or, or just something to show me that their game plan has changed. Not even since the last time they played them, but just in general, because it's been the same story week in week out. And it seems like nobody's really like making adjustments of any kind. So I would love to see them come out and like, you know, obviously win the game, but like, it's not going to happen. What, I, what I'm trying to say is, like, I'd love to see them come out and, and, and make adjustments, whether it be on the defense, you know, playing a different style to contain Hill or Kelsey, or even on the the offense, especially. Like, you know, if you think you're going out there with Ben Roethlisberger and throwing the ball five yards at a time and you're going to beat Kansas City, like, you're dead wrong, right? So, I'd just like to see some light at the end of the tunnel, basically, and just show me that something has changed. That being said, I'm going by with chiefs by, I don't know, 20. Like I I'd honestly, like I said, as much as I'd love to see them make adjustments, do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. Um, I'm going to go like chiefs, like, I don't know. 30. That's my pick.
2: Well, I guess I'll be, I'll be humble enough to take the reins from the resident Steelers fan. Um, I would love to say that this game could be close. I would love nothing more than to stay in here and be hopeful that visor Ben makes a return in 2022 and puts four touchdowns on the chiefs. But unfortunately I don't think that'll happen. Um, Again, much like uh, much like the Cowboys and Bucks games respectively. I don't really see any way that the Steelers can win this, but, but I do think this could be a huge day for Najee Harris. The Chiefs run D has looked suspect at times. Najee Harris has only gotten better as the season has progressed. And you were talking about very um, variable play calling, Rob. And I think that's a great, great note to add because I mean I haven't watched <clears throat> probably all the Steelers games like you have, but from what I've watched and even in the last season, the play calling, as you'd said, has gone stagnant. Um there hasn't been much differentiation from game to game, week to week. There hasn't been there hasn't been there hasn't been an integration of any new ideas into that playbook in a while. And I think it has a lot to do with Mike Tomlin. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that his prior success has, has been eradicated and that he's just a terrible coach for what he's been doing the last few years. But I mean, I just have thinking he's gotten a bit lazy and I think that the Steelers as an organization do kind of need a breath of fresh air. And I think that's going to come once big Ben and him end up uh, inevitably leaving in the next year or two. Um, In saying that, I think the score is going to be, I say 42 to 21 um I I think it could be can less convincing than that if the Steelers give him a better ride I think I think honestly the x-factor for this game is going to be Najee Harris I think if they run the ball well and they're able to open up the rest and get the rest of uh get the rest of the Steelers offense going I think that could be a huge part for them um I also think look at uh look for uh Frymuth to be a very underrated target in this game he hasn't been getting much hey Rob, Rob's up in the Penn State I'm up in the Penn State right now look at it it's amazing are you a big but, fan of Sandusky too, or are we not going to talk about him? No, I just like the sweater. Yeah, I mean. yeah, it's a good looking sweater. Um, I think uh, the tight end play in this game is going to be big. Um, I think the, uh, the combo of Frymuth and Kelsey, I mean, Kelsey speaks for itself, of course, probably the best tight end in the NFL. I don't think, like Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, George Kittle, all respect to them. Um, in saying that, I think the tight end play is going to be huge. I think I think battle is not necessarily going to be one of the trenches because, I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes out there, so I don't really see them running the ball more than they pass. But yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with uh, 42-21. Possibly a coming out party for Najee Harris. I think he's gonna have a big game. Um, And I mean, if this is Ben's last hurrah, I do want to give some credit. What an amazing career he's had. Um, A a top top 20 and 25 list in pretty much every passing category in uh, NFL history. Uh, Definitely, I would say the best uh, Pittsburgh quarterback of all time um, has done nothing but good things for the city. I mean, he was, he was torn up with emotion after his last game, sealing that one with the QB Neil did in his hands. Pretty awesome. Also do want to shout out Steelers fans really quick because after Vegas won, they donated to all the Vegas charities, uh, that were linked down in the uh, Raiders description. I found that pretty classy, big steel, big, uh, steel city move from the Pittsburgh there. Um, but yeah, I, if this is Ben's last hurrah, I mean, all credit to big Ben. Uh, I'm sure he'll find a job in a booth or a GM office somewhere. So, um yeah I'm excited for this game though I think this will be cool um I don't see the Steelers making close unfortunately Rob I'm sorry I wish I could but uh yeah I think it's gonna be a fun game to watch regardless I think there's gonna be a lot of emotion on the field
0: Nate you are you putting uh you putting big Ben over Terry Bradshaw
2: I don't, I don't think know I about could, that one I don't think I could do my man Terry Bradshaw like that
0: well because you said best Pittsburgh quarterback of all time yeah
2: so yeah, I actually, to be honest, I kind of went amiss on Bradshaw, so we may have to uh, we the original to TB out. twelve. Yeah, we're we're gonna edit that out in post because I don't want that one to be floating <laughs> out there after Big Ben retires. Um, no uh, TB TB was a goat. I love TB hearing him hearing him talking all the panels. He's such a good voice yeah, too. I yeah. mean, fuck, I man, I like the old one that they ha- like. Not to go off on a tangent, I love the old I- one that they had though, where it was like uh, TB, Chris Carter, uh, Michael Irvin, and T- I think TG was there, right? Tony Gonzalez. I think he was yeah. the last one on that four. Yeah. It was elite. Have you,
0: have you seen the the Terry Bradshaw shingles commercial? mm Okay, you need to watch. Is it good? Uh, I might have to That's watch it. That's hilarious. Anyways, um, my, my my take on this game, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty much the same as everybody else's. Um, as much as, you know, I think Rob would uh, want it to be uh, close. I don't think it is going to be that close, but I, I don't think, I mean, Rob's not delusional here. He, he, he's Very accepted. Realistic. Yeah. Um. But you know, I wanted to, I wanted to say one thing about you what you guys were talking about with the play calling, I agree. I think that if they could, you know, mixing in different play calls would be great, but I mean, what can they really do? I mean, when you have such a limitation with your quarterback there's really not that many other kind of plays that you can run other than these kind of, you know, five yard slant routes. And you're really just relying on the receiver to make a play or get open um, to, to, to get some yards. Um, So I don't really know what else they could do unless they, you know, brought in another quarterback. So um, uh, yeah, I mean, for Pittsburgh, I think it's, I think it's, you know, it's nice that they, they did, they, they made it and, you know, big Ben, you get another game from big Ben. um, But at this point, I'd probably be looking towards the the future and maybe uh, drafting another quarterback. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't think Mason Rudolph is, uh, is the answer. I don't think anybody's not, uh...
2: let me, let me tell you, he's not. Does his, uh, does his neck work well these days after the traumatic experiences from Miles Garrett? Yeah, that was, uh, that was probably one of the scariest in game hits I ever watched.
0: That was one of the craziest things I ever seen on TV. Yeah. I was like, what just happened?
2: That was yeah. like uh what's his name? I remember when I was watching, not to go back to past Steelers trauma, but I remember when uh
0: to be honest, I'm gonna can't escape. I'm gonna Yeah, what what oh, is going on here? Can't escape no it. no no no
2: no listen. I think the sole reason Antonio Brown is the way he is today is because of Vontez Perfect.
0: Oh my god, that hit reason
2: was... he that is probably one of the that dirtiest hits of sports i've ever seen in my life ball is nowhere near him target shoulder to the neck and ab just flops like a ragdoll oh. and to be honest not talked about enough i think that is i think ab is going to be the poster boy for like cte for years to come like i think that explains a lot of the like shit that's been going on
0: early onset CTE. yeah well, way
2: early onset i mean look at look at all the things he, he pushed himself out of pittsburgh he pushed himself out of the deal with the raiders uh, he did. Where was it that he didn't want to go? He declined to go to somewhere. I forget where it was. Well, they then he went to
0: the out. Patriots after the yeah. Raiders.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, yeah.
0: played, he played one game.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just think, yeah, I, Bro, don't, I don't know. Fontez Perfect deserves just, a, to be put on this trial. Is,
0: this is a side tangent. I'm just going to say this really quickly, but the beginning of that season, I, the Patriots, uh, wide receiving core was so stacked. They had Demarius uh, Demarius Thomas, um, a. B. Josh Gordon, um, it was nuts. I was like, "Oh man!" And then, like halfway through the season, they're all gone. I'm yeah. like, "Are you serious?"
2: I'm a big fan of DT too. I was really happy when he signed with them. Oh, yeah. I really like DT.
1: All right, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's not looking good for the Steelers. Um, no hot takes. You no, know, I'm not. I'm not gonna dance on Robert's grave. So instead, I'm going to take the time to talk about why the Steelers should fire Momlin, and I think
2: goes without saying. Saying, but yeah, there is there, a
1: there's a lot of reasons, as some have already been mentioned. The fact that they literally come out with the exact same ho- offense for every team every week, and he's been coaching there for has it been almost two decades now, or has it only been? like one and a half.
2: I think he's, is he not currently the longest tenured coach in the NFL
1: besides bill? Yeah. Yeah, he is, but I don't know how long it's been. Anyways, he's been there for too long, arguably. And, you know, there's been, honestly, there's a bunch of years where he could have been fired. And I think that with big Ben leaving, it's kind of like a sign of the times. If he does retire, we guess we don't know for a hundred percent, but if he does retire, I think it's time to, you know, get a new brand of Steelers football and move on from Mike Tomlin as well. You know, I don't think any Steelers fans are going to argue with me on this take. I'm just going to go out here and say that I think it's time. Am I going to offer any coaching solutions for them to hire? No, I don't, I don't have a wealth of the coaching pool in the NFL and I wouldn't hire any of Bill Belichick's assistant coaches because they are always garbage when they become head coaches. So, um you know it's gonna be a tough bounce I'm not gonna lie um I hope Robert you get your booze in you and you watch the game and you try to have a good time but you know I mean the Chiefs are just a good team and I honestly think they can make it to the conference finals again
2: and maybe put on a show but we'll have to see so yeah that's all I have for this game I will say just quickly on the Tomlin topic as much as I think he do does deserve to be fired I think he does deserve his flowers at some point I mean has put together a great coaching career over the past few decades that he's been well I think it, I'm pretty sure it's almost two decades if not two decades um in saying that I think, as you said, there comes a point where the times do need to change. And I think Ben leaving inevitably after the end of this year, which is most likely going to happen, I think um, I think that, that'll be a good opportunity for Tomlin to segue, even go to a different organization, because I know there's going to be a bunch of teams looking for capable head coaches, and I know he's going to be a top candidate. Um, the only thing that makes it difficult with that situation is he's been such a staple in Steeler football for so long, and has been the embodiment of what the team has been. And it's it's hard to bring in a new guy and expect to have that same energy and I know that the Steeler brand of football goes beyond the coaching. It's, it's the fans, it's the logo. It's what happens when you walk in the building. But I think just having that much of a staple for of an organization for so long as a head coach, I think it's so hard to move past. And I think whoever, whoever does come in behind him needs to be ready to have just as great a career as Tomlin or else they're going to keep rifling through head coaches every single year.
0: Well, this is the thing, like, we're, you guys are all like, a, yeah, Mike Thomas should be fired, but does anyone actually think they will fire him after the season? No, I that's, don't. That's what you I'm know. saying, too.
2: I mean, look how long Dallas kept Jason Garrett as their head coach. Because no, I, 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 think,
1: I think they will know now that now the time.
0: But he, has, I, he, he still I think hasn't the, finished the, the season only, under 500.
1: The Okay, the only reason I think they haven't done it yet is because I think they want to keep Big Ben happy because they still feel like felt like Big Ben was a big time quarterback and obviously not to shit on a Hall of Famer qu- quarterback that no, he's not his, time, anymore. his
0: time's up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like what is he there for anymore? Like I'm not saying he's a he was a bad coach. He's he's arguably a Hall of Fame coach.
0: Yeah. Just I mean I,
1: I'd say he is. I think a, he is, yeah. So it's just like one of those things where it's like just because it like good is the villain of great is what I would say. So that's why I think that they need to get rid of Tomlin. But anyways.
0: I would agree. I just don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if they have the balls to do it.
3: But. I'll say this, I, uh, and then we'll move on to the last game. But, you know, it to say that it hasn't crossed my mind would be lying, um, you know, the thought of firing Tomlin. But I don't think it's coming off of this season because this season it will be pretty tough to justify.
0: Yeah, like they made the why, playoffs.
3: Yeah. Like you know, say say what you want and stuff, but the fact that they even made the playoffs to begin with is is pretty impressive. impressive. Like I remember going into the season, I was thinking like, they, I I honestly thought they were going to finish under five hundred. And
0: you predicted they were going to win like four games. I
3: remember. Yeah, like I I seriously <laughs> did not think that they were going to do as good as they yeah. did this year. But so I do think this season is going to be tough to justify how you how you how you fire a coach. but i feel like a lot of teams and there's multiples where they had a stacked team like stacked team and they would lose in the playoffs whether was like jacksonville the first like they let blake Bortles put up 50 on them like what like i know jacksonville ended up going of like they're pretty i don't know like a half away from going to the super bowl that year but still like you know i just think that the teams were way too talented for him to not at least go over 500 those years and the fact that he 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 and the team didn't do anything with it in the playoffs, kind of like shows you everything you need to know. So I do think it's definitely up for conversation, but not this year because I don't know how you, how you really justify it considering what he was handed. So if it's different, if, if they had a a more competent quarterback and, and maybe their team was a little bit more well-rounded, but it's going to be tough this year. However, moving on to our last game. Of this wild card weekend, uh, my opinion game of the week, one of the games of the week at least. Uh, divisional matchup, Cardinals Rams. This is the Cards' first time in the playoffs since 2015. Um, Kyler Murray's first time in the playoffs, and obviously the Rams lost to the Packers last year. Um, and then prior to that, they lost to a certain someone in the worst Super Bowl of all time. So everybody depend- calls depending it the worst of
0: I was shitting my pants
3: the whole game. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'll start off with Jack. What do you, what do you got for this game?
0: I'm, I'm going to go with the Cardinals um, because I just think that, I just think that the Rams have been way too inconsistent this year. Um, they've had flashes of greatness. Um, and then they've had games where Matt Stafford has just not played very well. And, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, when they're at their best, uh, they're really good. And I think they could beat almost anybody but I just don't have enough faith in them um, to confidently say they can win this game. Um, they do have home field advantage, but I'll say that's, is that really a, a, that much, you know, of a a factor because it's LA. Like, I don't know. Like if, if you watch the, uh, the, the last game against the 49ers, there was definitely more uh, Niners fans there than Rams fans. I just, I I don't think, I don't think the Rams have big enough fan base to, to, you know, talk about um, home field advantage being a, uh, a factor in this game, but yeah, on the Cardinals side, I mean, you got Kyler Murray um, who, you know, he's been out um, a lot of this year, but I think that um, he's had some really impressive wins. You know, the, the, the win against the Cowboys comes to mind Um, that really kind of made me take notice and say, yeah, I, I think this guy could, uh, could definitely win a playoff game. Obviously, um, you know, Matt Stafford is the more experienced of the, of the two quarterbacks uh, by far. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give this one to the Cardinals. I'm going to say, I feel like I'm doing a lot of, uh, I feel like everybody's scoring over 30 points for, uh, Yeah. In, in my opinion. So maybe I'll go, I'll go a little bit uh, lower, lower scoring here. Um, I'll say, um, 28 23 Cardinals.
2: Um, I guess I'll jump in here. I guess I'll be I'll be I'll play devil's advocate here. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Um Rams got home field, um <clears throat> one of the best if def- defense in the league, also one of the best offense in the league, arguably the best receiver in the league in Cooper Cup. Um I just think this this is the game of the week and this has serious serious playoff playoff implications given these, both these two teams are arguably some, some of the best teams in the NFL. Um, I can totally respect the cards but Kyler Murray's been balling out all year that defense has been playing really well. Um, I just think this has the potential to be one of the greatest Cinderella stories in NFL history and I'm combined completely in. I've been I've been a big fan of Matt Stafford for as long as I can remember. Um, And him finally going to a competent offense who basically puts a ball in his hands, much like a guy like Tom Brady and allows him to go to work and do whatever he wants and serve the team as best he can. Yeah, he's been a bit inconsistent at times, but given the opportunity that he's had, I really don't see the Rams losing a first round appearance with Stafford at quarterback, given he finally has a team that can get it done. And I think, honestly, this is going to be a hot take. I think if the Rams win this game, I think they go all the way to the Super Bowl. I think the Rams beat the Cardinals. I think, I think this is, this is going to be their chance. This is going to be Stafford's chance to finally get a ring. I think if the Rams beat the cards, like I think they will, I think the Rams are going to make the Super Bowl and maybe win it. Um, in saying that, I think in my opinion, this could be the highest cumulative scoring game of the week. Um, I'm going to say, you say 45, 38. I think this wow. is going to be a massive game. I think the, as much as I think the defenses will show up, um, I think this just has this just has huge back and forth potential between both offenses, and yeah, both both defenses are plenty capable to put up stops and and stop points and minimize the other team's offense. But I think just this one has all all uh, all signs pointing to being not only game of the week, but also kind of a shootout. Um, I will say a little bit of a hot take here. I think Cooper Cup's going to finish with three touchdowns. I think that's going to be my my kind of outlier pick there, and I think Stafford's going to throw for three fifty plus. But I, yeah, I can I rock with 30, 35, 30, or 45-38 for the Rams.
1: I agree with Nate in the sense that I think whoever wins this game is going to make it to the Super Bowl. But I do not think it's the Rams. I think it's the Cardinals. And I think the reason why this is the much-watched game is it's because it's the match of arguably two of the best duos in the NFL in Cooper Cup and Stafford and then Kyler Murray. And, you know, name the wide receiver that... Uh, the Cardinals have, whether it's Hopkins or, you know, we could go down the list. I think that they're going to win. Kyler Murray has shown me this season that he's ready to take this team far in the playoffs. It's not to say that Stafford isn't a great quarterback. I think this is the toughest matchup you could have drawn in the first round of the playoffs this year, playing either of these teams. And the fact that they drew each other is kind of one of those times where like, it's good as a fan for a split second, but not seeing these teams in the next round kind of sucks. So I don't want to take up too long. So I'm going to say that I'm going to say the Cardinals are going to win again, a big score, 47 to 40. It's going to be okay. like a, it's going to be like a gun show.
0: So that is my take. Also just want to give a quick shout out. Kyler Murray, former Sooner. Let's go.
2: Boomer Sooner.
1: Shout out from last game. Nick Bosa, former Ohio State Buckeye.
2: In the words of Pat the shout out. <laughs>
3: Um, I am going to go in the direction of the Rams. I was really high on the Rams this year. And I mean, at home against the division rival, like I know, both. I know obviously both teams are going to be like super, super prepared coming into this just because they play each other twice a year. And they, they know each other better than anybody else, but, I feel like the, the Cardinals have a little bit too much injury problems on their side. I mean, Hopkins is obviously out, you know, Connor, Edmonds, both questionable. Murray missed a couple games this year. And I feel like the Rams have, have, you know, that that edge on the defensive side of the ball. Like they've had great compliments of guys step up and, and make plays. And also they're getting Cam Akers back, which I'm a huge fan of Cam Akers, especially after what he did last year in the playoffs. So I really like that, that he, that he's coming back. And I, I just think, you know, Matt Stafford's first game, first playoff game at home and in, in, in the Rams uniform, like it's poetic. It really is. So I, I I'm going to go with the Rams. I and mean, again, I do think it's going to be a close high scoring game, probably like 37, 34 or something, something in that ballpark. So I'm going with the Rams.
1: This, this can get added into the next podcast if it happens, but if the Steelers win this weekend, I will eat a Steelers bar of soap on Anything live on this podcast, live on OTL on Twitter, live on OTL on in on Instagram, live on YouTube, like whatever the fuck Stream you want. on every I'll,
0: platform
3: Yep, yeah, everything. Facebook I'll do it live, live
1: on I'll do it live on Banger, which is some TikTok podcast. Yeah, TikTok, whatever. I'll do it live on one of your Instagrams, like whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll I'll eat, I'll do it live on my Instagram. I'll eat I
2: really hope that you're eating more than just your words in 2 days. That would be so amazing. I would like lo- I to be honest man, as much as I would hate it because my pick would be wrong, I would be there for it. I would love to see it. Yeah, honestly, I, I kind of want hate. this to happen. Yeah. Yeah, cuz
1: for the content.
2: Fair, honestly. What does soap even taste like? Oh, it does not
1: taste good. My parents used to make me eat soap when I swore as a kid. Oh, so.
2: really? oh straight out of Christmas Story. Nice. Yeah, no I know. <laughs> I,
1: again, I've never watched Christmas Story, so you I can't. you never watched Christmas You fucking Oh, my favorite. God.
2: Yo, actually, you know what? While we're here, while we're here on that. this topic. Never watched it either. I've we we don't have time Never watch it either. Oh, watched it either? No. Okay, on this tangent, really quick. Okay, Jack, so these two are uncultured. Jack, listen to Curtis's favorite Christmas movie. Curtis, what's your number one Christmas movie of all time? Go. If oh, it's Elf, you. I'm, awesome I'm leaving. Wait, what is it?
1: Home Alone Two, Lost in New York.
2: There is literally at least five better Christmas movies. Than like,
0: that. okay, it's not, it's not like, uh, it, it could be worse. It's not. A, at least he didn't say fucking like. I, I don't
2: know. I, I can Polar even. Express. Express, like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay, okay, Polar it's... Express didn't age well, but was a classic when we were like ten.
0: Yeah, but like I've seen it like eighty times. I know. <laughs> I see it anymore,
2: every like... every year on Christmas Eve. We do it. You say that. Okay. I mean, you, you know you what? It's a nice movie. like family movie, but yeah. You say Christmas that. Christmas Vacation we... is the top of the top. That's that is go- The cream of the crop. Voted. If Die Hard counts, Die Hard's in the top three. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I've never seen Die Hard either. Dude. Okay. Can oh. we just talk football now? I'm
0: <laughs> yeah. Like...
2: I need, Bro, I need this. A... You
0: want a
1: shot? If, if we, if do you if have we really Disney Plus, this, Curtis? I've also, never seen. I've also never seen Matrix. Any
0: of them? Have you? Do you have Disney Plus, Curtis? Um, Nate knows I, I, have I, have, I have i okay. have well, he also has disney plus. die hard is on disney plus just go watch it just leave hey, and know, go watch you know it right now for
1: for you as soon as we're done this i'm gonna go look at the raptor score and then i'll watch die hard they, they lost oh oh did they did they get blown to shit yep. yeah it's because they played dwayne casey like i don't know yep. what the fuck it is but every time they play fucking dwayne casey they just like forget how to play basketball okay okay, play. okay
2: we'll put put two and two together Dwayne Casey was the old coach. Yeah. Dwayne Casey's gonna know what the fuck they did. Yeah, well, I mean, I know been, Nick how Nurse. How many years
1: is, has it been since he's been the coach of the Raptors, Nate? How many? He owns them. Dwayne Casey is the Raptors. Anyways, fuck. figure it out. All right, they would have won. Anyways, I, I'm just also saying hot take. They would have won a championship with Dwayne as,
2: as the coach. Anyways, the Raptors would have more than one championship if they traded for Russell Westbrook and Paul George in 2016. There, I said it.
0: Well yeah, no shit. All right, let's save this for the layup line guys, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's uh let's keep on on Top. I've never been that. on that podcast, so can't really need to pop on one time. I sure. know.
2: We need to have some guests on. I don't think we've we've maybe had one guest on.
0: So we're anyway. okay so, so we're doing our Super Bowl picks right now, right?
2: Yeah, we'll yes. do we'll do Super Bowl pick. Honestly, you know, what we should do everyone take like 2 or 3 minutes map out their path to where their team I don't even
0: need to good. do it. I do, I, don't, I, love I, love I have pick. my teams. All right. Shoot, let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna, let me just set it up. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think um, that wraps up all the games uh, that's going on, the Super Wild Card Weekend. So, now we're just going to end off with uh, a little prediction for who each of us thinks are going to make the Super Bowl in each conference and who's going to win. So, uh, I guess I'll start with myself. Um, pretty easy for me. I'm going uh, Pats and Bucks. I think it's a dream Super Bowl matchup for Spoken myself. like a true Pats fan. Hey, you know what? There, there might be some bias here, maybe a little bit, but uh I, I'm it, telling you right no, now, I can't lie, I, that'd
2: be so cool to watch though. Is that
0: maybe is it not outland? Like, is it outlandish though? Like, I don't think it is. If it kind if of is Pats beat the Bills. If the Pats beat the Bills, there's a chance. There's a chance.
2: Well, of course. Well, okay, that sounds fucking stupid now that I hear myself say it. Of course, <laughs> they're going to have a chance if they win their first-round fucking matchup. If the Pats get past the Bills, that's a lot of momentum to go against the Raiders or the Bengals and even past that against the Titans and the Chiefs. There could be a run. I'm not
0: discrediting that at all. I mean, look how they played against the top seed in, in the AFC. They, they destroyed the Titans, bro. Anyways, I'm just saying... I don't think it's outlandish. There it might be just, just just a little bit of bias, but um, I still think everybody. this would be one for, that everybody could enjoy. you know.
2: I think Pats fans would enjoy it a lot. I don't know how the rest 100%. of the NFL would feel about it.
1: I, I would not love it. I feel like I'd want to jump off the Gulf
2: Bridge if that happened. I can't wait to see Tom Brady win his 13th Super Bowl at the age of 52. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually think like genuinely, like all jokes aside, he's gonna play till he's fifty and it's gonna be so great. Like I don't I don't like Tom Brady as as like what he stands for, but his greatness and the what athlete he f- that he is cannot be understated.
0: Well oh, oh, hold on a second here. What do you what, what does Tom Brady stand for that you don't like, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean like Tom Brady f- like fans. I know
2: you're a fan of Brady, oh, but yeah. you're not like on the bad end of the Brady fandom. Oh like the ones oh, that are like okay. Brady Brady's the only one. Brady's the only one that should be in the conversation. He doesn't, he doesn't like,
1: like. No, Jack. I took it as they didn't like the fact that Brady wins. He just doesn't like that.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, again, you can't. You can't argue with greatness. I mean, he's done everything to discredit all the haters of his career. Um, I just, I don't know. I just think seeing Tom Brady in three more Super Bowls probably before his career ends, I think is going to get a bit played out. Even though it's still an amazing feat as he gets older. Um, I would love if Mac Jones took that cake from him though and ate it right in front of his face. That'd be that'd be hilarious.
0: Yeah. What would be worse for, for most NFL fans? Would it be Brady continues to win Super Bowls with the Bucs or a new Patriots dynasty starts with Mac Jones? What would be worse? New Patriots Dynasty.
1: New Patriots
0: Dynasty. I'd rather yeah, I would I rather
1: Brady win three more chips than the Patriots win another chip in the next decade.
2: You want to know what's worse than both of those? Jackson Mahomes dancing on the Chiefs logo with the Super Bowl trophy in his hand. <laughs> Or oh, sorry, on the LA
0: logo. That would I no, I don't even bring that up. Don't, yeah, bring, please, don't bring up Jackson Mahomes on this podcast. <laughs> We've talked
3: about him way Bad too blood. much. Yeah. You know you know what's even worse? How Jordan Love is still looking for a better seat. I'm, I, I didn't mention this in the Steelers game, but if if any family member of any Pittsburgh Steeler player is listening to this podcast, don't do not expect game. don't expect to get a like a box or a suite. No. It's not happening. You're gonna be you're gonna be last row
0: as far as uh, like the the top of the stadium,
3: as like, far away as the stadium permits. That's how far you're gonna you be, be yeah. sitting on a stanchion, you won't even get yeah. a seat. Yeah, so Those, they have
1: a wooden bench from 1932 that I keep around <laughs> just for you.
3: <laughs> that they pull out. Jordan Loves Mom, they kept it nice and warm. Yeah, <laughs> they said, no. Here you go. No
1: they'll nail it onto the back of this <laughs> mansion just for you
2: Yeah. jordan loves jordan loves first game is uh viewed by his mother with a part on the park bench across the street yeah, yeah she had <laughs> binoculars, crowd, binoculars. Like, oh,
3: look at my son yeah. <laughs> well, why why do you just have a hate on for jordan love he didn't he has no no happy. no I, I don't hate jordan love i no, hate i'm, how the I'm
2: chiefs talking about Nate. his mom Nate, and his girlfriend found, like, the worst fucking that, was, that, that was insane the chiefs are dirty for that
3: like, uh, anyways, absolutely Jack, what's, the, like, Jack, what's the, the score prediction
2: worked. looking like between the Pats and the Bucks? What are what are you saying? You saying the Pats are going to come out on top? Are we seeing the new formation of a dynasty?
0: What do you think? What do you think, Nate? You think I'm putting the Pats on top?
2: I would hope not, but I can't... I, I don't know how to read this. Listen, I, don't, I don't know If what the Pats
0: are making the Super Bowl, they're going to win, okay? So it's going to be a close game. Um, oh I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> Curtis just hates this pick Um, I'm going to say Nick Folk who is by the way one of the best kickers in the NFL right now um, makes one of the best kickers for a while yeah um, game winning field goal let's say in overtime um, wins it 34 to 31 to kick off a new Patriots dynasty
1: I'm so so shocked by this pick I've forgotten my pick
2: (laughs) okay so I will (laughs) swiftly take on from there um, I have the Green Bay Packers and Kansas City Chiefs. The Green Bay Rematch Packers... Rematch
0: of Super Bowl one.
2: The Green Bay yes. Packers will beat the Bucs. The Green Bay Packers will beat the Rams in the NFC Championship. Uh, The Chiefs will beat the Steelers. Chiefs will beat the Titans. Chiefs will inevitably beat what I will assume, even though I picked the Raiders, I think will be the Bengals. Um, and then so the Super Bowl match of the Chiefs and the Pack, Pack is going to win. Pack is going to win. Rodgers is going to get his what second super bowl
0: second ring. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Second ring, uh, basically a send off to green Bay, big, fuck you to the front office. He didn't need more weapons. He goes out to a new team next year and he rides on the, on the longest red Cape you could possibly imagine, uh, following this super bowl wing. And he's going to let us not hang too. He's going to put, he's going to drop like 40 on the cheese. I think Roger, Roger's going to be a super bowl MVP. He's going to have four touchdowns. That's my
0: guy. Who the
2: fuck is ringing our, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt that. Someone just rang our doorbell at 10 Oh five at night. Isaac, don't answer that. He's going to stab you. Okay. I let him know. Sorry.
0: I'm
1: glad that was recorded.
0: Damn, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, going to be a lot of editing here for me, anyways. (laughs) Hey, Uh, hey, Jack, if Uh, you want to send me half of this podcast to edit, I'll do that for you. That would be much appreciated, actually. I, thank you, Curtis.
2: The only thing I request is for that to be cut out and then the, the original TB12 ailment that needs to be... <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah. By the internet. All right, I'll do my picks and I'll make it quick.
0: Uh, okay.
1: I'm going to... I think I changed them a little bit because of a certain DeAndre Hopkins injury kind of being up in the air. I still think the Cardinals are going to win, but I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl if he's injured for the whole thing. So I think I'm going to go going to go Packers and man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to go Steelers. I'm going to go Packers and this is going to be a really hot take, but I think the Bengals are looking really good yeah. this year. And I think the Bengals have a shot to upset, which is crazy. And it's, I know it's crazy, yeah. but it's a little bit of a hot take, but it's going to be Packers, Bengals, and Packers going to. Blow the doors off of the Bengals and the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. And, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers is going to dance on Green Bay's grave and then leave in the offseason. So, yeah, that's my pick.
2: I will say before before, uh, Rob gets into his pick really quick, I think if the Bengals get to the Super Bowl, I think they win. I think if Joe Burrow gets. It's that big stage again, and steals it away from whoever comes out of the NFC. I don't know what it is about it. Again, it might be me getting poetic and getting all soppy on everyone, but holy shit, would that storyline be electric?
1: The old guard versus the new guard.
3: Yeah, basically. I'm gonna side with one of you here because I had originally the same pick. I'm guessing it's not me. It's not. I think you. it's gonna be no. me.
0: I was gonna take a it It is ago. me. Hey, let's go.
3: Um, I have the Packers to win the whole thing, and it's not even close in my opinion, because find me another team that had little struggles with literally everything this year, like like the Packers did. Find me a game, find me a three game stretch, find me a two game stretch where the Packers just weren't the Packers and they weren't kicking the absolute lights out of teams. So...
2: Literally besides the first game. Yeah.
3: Um, So I got the Packers win the whole thing and against the Chiefs just because obviously they're going to take it on the Steelers. So um, <laughs> I do think just accepted I, it already before. The I do gone. think like with the home field advantage, that's going to play a huge part in it. And I, I just don't see them going down without a fight. And at that point, like I wouldn't put it past them just winning in a close game. So I do think they have the capabilities to take on a Buffalo, a Tennessee or, or a Cincinnati, like, I do think it's going to be a little tough with Tennessee because I don't know if Derrick Henry's coming back or not, but I know he's been out for quite some time now, so I'm sure his return will be a lot closer than a lot sooner rather than later. Um, But I'm going to go with Tennessee uh, (laughs) with Kansas City, Kansas City and Green Bay, and Green Bay is going to win very easily, very easily. So, okay, one question before we wrap things
1: up. The Kansas City Chiefs are definitely, besides the Green Bay Packers, beatable. Everyone agrees on this, correct? They're not like the oh, super yeah. team we've seen in the past.
2: No, they're not. Well, this is to be honest, like not even get too candid about this. I think this is Patrick Mahomes' worst season we've seen him play. Yeah, definitely has. Yeah, oh, I think for he, sure. the amount of the amount of throws forced. Um, and it's like the thing is, I understand his logic and where some of the decisions are from because every year before it, it's worked. He could, yeah. every, he could do whatever he wanted on the field. No one could touch him. So getting into a situation like this and how skeptical a lot of people were when they got off the jump and what, weren't they, they were a game below 500 at one point where they, yeah, or, in, or the were first, they?
1: First, in the first
2: like six games there or yeah something yeah. like that. And that was, that was arguably Mahomes' worst stretch of his career. I remember he was just, he was forcing throws, um, kind of just overextending plays where they didn't need to be. And just, I, I haven't seen this, like those flashes of Mahomes ever. So I think if there's any doubt to be placed, I I think rightfully so, Curtis, I think the doubt is to be cha- placed in the chiefs, but um, I think come playoff time again. I think it's it's like a regular season mantra in the NBA. It's like you can do whatever you want in the regular season, but once you get to the playoffs, it's a different ball game. And I mean, the yeah. fact that all these games are going to be win or go home for every team. I think of all teams that are going to show up on every facet of the game, I think it's going to be the Chiefs. So I don't know. Again, if there if there's one beatable top tier team in this in this bracket, I genuinely think it is the Buffalo Bills, and that's that's the only like top three respective team on either side. Well, and I think I'd say the Titans too. Titans. Yeah, I was just going to say the Titans, the the Titans without Henry are definitely another one. I actually think the Titans are probably more beatable than the bills right now. I
1: I think the Titans are going out next round, depending on who they play.
2: Hot, the free Titans. If the Steelers beat the chiefs, they beat the Titans there. I said it. I'm leaving on that. That's my last word.
0: All right. You know With that? um, I think that's a perfect hot take to, to end this episode on. Um, We've, uh, we've gone pretty in depth. On every uh, every game on this super wildcard weekend, um, I don't know. Are we gonna run this back next week, guys? Uh, are, you, are you guys down to? Uh... I'm down. Okay, I think I've, that's good.
1: I, I wish I had something better to do, but I don't, so I'm here.
3: Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked! Wow, uh,
1: wow! No, I, it's not a comment on you guys. It's a comment. Curtis, on Curtis
2: being replaced by Fed next week.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Cowboys why. lose. I'm having them on. I can oh, drop If, the, you like if that. the
2: Cowboys lose, we need them in for at least five minutes. Oh, if we have, but
3: no,
1: no, no, no. If we have them on when the Cowboys lose, that's instead of it being a Robert rampage, if they went, if the Steelers win, it's going to be a uh, forty minutes of t- of uh, Cowboys talk. If Fed gets in here after they lose, <laughs> yeah.
2: I think uh, you know what's funny. I think there's a cool parallel between this. I think only the Steelers or the Cowboys could lose. I don't think it's going to be both. If the Cowboys happen to lose, I think the Steelers are going to win. I don't think there could be that much don't hate do this to me in one room.
3: <laughs> don't do this um, to me. I can't,
2: I will. This. You know what? Honestly, I don't mean to get off the, actually, you know what? No, no, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not making this a longer recording for you guys. Okay.
0: It's fine. Okay. All right. Um, I'd like to thank Nate and Curtis for joining us on this episode. Um, a little kind of bringing the band back together, like the old uh, OTL uh, podcast, um, the OG one. Um, I'll put the links to all your guys' social pages in the description um make sure you subscribe to the podcast rate it
1: oh sorry um, before you end things off i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you again this episode jack but i did want to say uh, me and tyler have a very uh exciting guest coming on the blue jays way podcast which should be up roughly once this podcast is up and it we had the opportunity to sit down for 40 minutes with jamie campbell this week to talk to him about his interactions with fin scully some cool stories about his time as the play-by-play announcer of the Jays all those years ago. And also, you know, just talking about his experiences traveling the country with random people from the Blue Jays who, as he puts it, are not built for snow. So there's a lot of funny and interesting stories on the podcast. So if you're a baseball fan, uh, make sure to go check that
0: out. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. No, no, no worries. Definitely check that out. The, the more professional uh, OTL podcast. Oh, yeah. um, yes. Yes. And I know Tyler's, Tyler's not here to give me the whip. I'm, I'm, I'm roaming free here. And, and also proved by the fact that you guys get guests like Jamie Campbell on. And, uh, we, uh, you don't get quite, get quite the same caliber, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, I know we're, 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 disappointing. It's fine. We got it. The,
2: the ragtag team of misfits on the
0: pool of, yeah. uh, <laughs> of the spike podcast list. Um, anyways, um, there's going to be a lot of playoff preview articles coming on on the website. I have one coming out, um, very soon. So definitely be, be on the lookout, follow OTL and all the, uh, social media pages to, to get notified when those drop. Um, like I said, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends rate it, join spike nation. And, uh, I'll leave, like I said, I'll leave all the social links in, in the description and yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week.